0: All right, it's Tuesday, so that means it's time for travel. Now, we were in crisis mode for the last 48 hours, because of course as you know, Moncon McGann was tramping the highways and byways of Longford Westmead in an effort to get elected uh, as a Green Party candidate. Um, We're awaiting the latest recount to discover how he's doing, but generously, Moncon said, even if he's the next Taoiseach, he'll continue to do Tuesday travel. Well, eh... Uh... Montgomery, again, yeah. where are you
1: politically? I mean, it's that big loyalty. Do you know, my loyalty to News Talk is <laughs> it was without doubt. And yet, if the, if that mantle falls upon my shoulders, I am ready to walk out of this interview at any point and lead Longford Westmead towards a bright future. Now, did you enjoy? Because I know it was a Labour of love.
0: You yeah. were very keen to get out views you hold passionately mm-hmm. about tourism, the environment, uh, which we talk about all the time here. Mm-hmm.
1: It was a good reception for that? Jesus? <laughs> yeah, relatively there was people are polite you know, it was, there was elements of such they were, they were so humiliating about and so frightening like my first few times putting leaflets into letter boxes a, a cat jumped up at my fingers the first time so it made every time I was <laughs> petrified someone was going to attack me and the second time some woman lambasted me for walking through her begonias on her lawn uh, so that aside you know people are incredibly polite oh on my first night as well I canvassed until half nine at night not knowing like what a crime that is to do oh, so really? poor people <laughs> trying to put their babies to sleep but I did learn and people were polite and like the Greens I mean the last time I think there was any Green in, in Longford Westmead they got about 300 votes so there isn't a big interest and I was amazed that people were beginning to be engaged with it or at least they were polite they'd say to me you know I oh, don't worry we'll look after you or we'll do something for you or something. which I didn't understand you know <laughs> what I was trying to what does that mean um, and and maybe they said, a lot of them said, I oh, the very best of luck, which sort of meant you're going to need it, you know, you're going to be wiped yeah. out in this thing. I, uh, er, like the nicest thing was the camaraderie with all the candidates. Oh, really? so, yeah, because I thought I was going to load them. And at some point, there were some real bad slurs at all of us, and particularly at me. But mi- meanwhile, when you know the whole journalist and the audience is against you, you sort of unite. Um, there's a great sort of sense of fellow feeling. So I'm delighted I did it. It was it was totally exhausting. It was a total new experience of breaking down those normal barriers. You're not used to going up to someone in a supermarket and just you know asking them for a favour. Um, no, but you're I, I, not. No, but I wanted to tell people that there was this potential in Longford Westmead, and that was nice. All the all the other candidates seemed to seem to appreciate that. But I wasn't I wasn't in it for anything for myself. All right, yeah. I do think
0: you should have got a haircut for the campaign. <laughs> I think it would have helped. You know, although I must say, for people listening on the radio, mm-hmm. and and I must ask um, uh, the Alex Russo who runs that travel programme, we should really put up pictures of you because you're the quint essential kind of green candidate. <laughs> you know, long hair, sandals without any socks, moosely eating, yeah. all the kind of jibes thrown at John Gormley in the past. Anyway,
1: listen, we better get to some travel. Mm-hmm. Where are we going? What I want to do this week is look at a tour of Ireland, but through its breweries. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, so this is, it, this is something that could not have happened. Like, 200 years ago, there were 200 breweries in Ireland. Yeah? Were there? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, you know, every area had its own brewery, and the taste of the local Water, the taste of the local grain from the area that was all wiped out so uh, until there was only 12 there were only 12 breweries what,
0: what matter of J-
1: just um, monopolisation just bigger right. companies taking okay. over and no longer wanting these small scale like the bakers like all the individual bakers yeah. have been wiped out sure. everything so and if you would have looked at this economy you would have thought there was no chance of them ever coming back okay and now there are 60 breweries so like every region sort of every county at least has a taste of its own its own water its own soil type coming from this beer and so I thought why don't we do a and this is—it's been marketed now at Americans and Australians coming as a way of getting to see un, sort of out-of-the-way parts of Ireland. Just follow the breweries. Okay. Oh, that's, so, I really like this as an idea yeah most of them will have a sort of a tour a brewery tour but if you want to get the total access there's this one woman uh, Mia Tobin has set up a company called Brewery Tours in Ireland very clever she set up in 2011 there were only 20 breweries and she just thought she'd corner the market like I don't know her I've never done, done her tour but I just love the idea she saw there was this opportunity and so she's made direct connection with the master brewers and she'll bring you in to the area and whatever she'll find whatever the local food is in the area too so I'm sort of I'm stealing some of her ideas in this. You can go on a her tour, or you can make your own. All right, okay. Yeah.
0: So you're going to start somewhere. So yes. Do you kind of start in Dublin? Or no, I no? want to start
1: in Waterford, just because yeah. for, for me the one of the most interesting beers are the Metalman Brewery Company and the Metalman. All of the breweries I'm going to mention, their name actually gives a sense of the local lo- locality. So Metalman, you know, is this great metal figure on the coast uh, of, of Waterford, uh, built in 1823 after a famous shipwreck. The the um, it was a, the the seahorse ran aground there, and they built this huge, big metal monstrosity so ships could see it. So the brewery, it's you know, it's in an industrial estate. It's not that you're not going to it's not the most interesting brewery to go visit but the thing is you go to waterford go to sort of one great pub uh, like oscars which is a sort of a traditional pub with with banquets in the in the center and he'll carry the Metal Man beer exactly exactly St- yeah so and the sort of a game and beating and most of these places will have a link up with some super quirky pub so what i want is let's you know the way there's no new walking trails now in every county and every town yeah. we mix these we go go on a walking trail trail find the local gastro pub or the local pub that's how that's a sort of hand handling these beers, often in cask. Whereas, like, you'll only get them in bottle elsewhere, but you can find them in the local area. All right, draught. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or cask-conditioned, which is just warm out of the cask without draught, without gas coming through it. Like Dungarvan Brewing Company specialise in that. So let's say we've gone from Waterford City to Dungarvan, where Dungarvan Brewing Company... Um, They specialise in these bottle conditions ales and and stouts, but you can get them on cask in the Merry Gastro Pub, again in Dungarvan. Now, when you talk
0: about Mm. stout, Mm -hmm. this is black beer, as John Wayne famously described it in The Quiet Man. Exactly. I'll have some of your black beer.
1: Yeah. And the beauty is like the only drink that was associated with tourists in Ireland. The only beer was Guinness. Always, you know, everyone comes to the Guinness hop. The store, porter, yeah, and has that. And I'm so when I'm these are, we're introducing one can now have beer, you know, stout flavored with local heather or from brewed through peat from a local area. So it's a way of getting sort of in depth. Now the quality of the beers vary. To be fair, like this is sixty breweries in a matter of years; they're still learning. Okay. But are you a beer uh, fancier? Yeah, well, all, I mean, this is a new type of beer. You know, this is really hoppy, very citrusy, very strong-flavoured beer. So it's sort of a, for a new generation. But I adore it. Yeah, it is, for me, it's like oh, really? I'm, not, I'm never going to go back to those bland uh, sort of mass-market beers anymore. The, a great example is in Cork, right in the centre of Cork, Franciscan Well Brewery. Okay, This is a brewery on top of a Franciscan monastery whose waters were always famed for their spiritual sanctity. Correct. Correct. Correct.
0: Uh-huh. See, I'm a good Cork for like myself. I've mm-hmm. grown up with the Franciscan Well. You see, so now they're using the Franciscan Well's water. Mm-hmm. They to built, make
1: beer exactly. They built they built the brewery right on top of the yeah. 13th century uh, monastery, and you go through the old archway into it. Now their beers were hit and miss, like most of these beers. It's very hard to guarantee like stable, you know, exactitude the whole time. But they were bought over by a big beer conglomerate, who brought a sort of their American beer meister over. So the quality is now like guaranteed every can. But um, even
0: though they're part of a capitalist America, you're still okay drinking
1: their beer. It's a weird blend. Like I know, I appreciate that it's more <laughs> than you can guaranteed a good point. But maybe some of the quirkiness and the fun has gone out of it. I still love it as a beer. And what's nice, they've had the money to invest. So you now there's a, a sort of a beer room. You can go to the local to the, visit the brewery, and then there's a restaurant beside it where the, you're seeing you're drinking beer with the huge big copper casks in front of you. All right, so okay. it's a nice experience. Now just down the road from there. Is Elbow Lane, probably one of the smallest breweries. Um, Are it's we a, still in the city? We're still in Cork, yeah. It's, it's a restaurant, Market Lane, that was getting a lot of attention in recent years. And they decided, let's, let's, have, let's brew a small selection of beers to go with our own food. So let's say they'll come up with a dish like duck and pea risotto or baked cod with hadzuki and mung beans. And they will craft a beer directly to go with that. So you can either drink it in Market Lane in the restaurant, but easier if you go to the Castle Cafe, which is in the grounds of the Blackrock Castle, 19th century castle. and right in the court- you live up the road. Oh, well, you see. Well, it's yeah. like, and this is like the sort of thing that was happening in Brooklyn and happening in San Francisco and it's now happening in Ireland. And thank God, like, Faltor Ireland is uh, is, um, is beginning to tap into this. So if you go on Discover Ireland, you'll find a sort of tour to go to all these breweries. All right, anyway, yeah. so we still haven't got out of Cork. Then you've got to go to Mitchellstown. Uh, Mitchellstown. It's Mitchell's a right, home of cheese. It is indeed, but it is now also the home um, of Eight Degrees Brewing, uh, which is named after the idea that it's exactly eight degrees west longitude is, is its position. And an Australian and a New Zealander, New Zealander was a, was a water engineer, set up this. They arrived in Ireland, adored good beer, weren't finding that quirky, super sort of uh, weird-flavoured beer. So they would go off to Berlin first, you know, the home of the the institute in Berlin, the Versuchs und Lehrstand für Brauerei, to learn. I like, love your accent. Say it again for crack. Go on, <laughs> say, say, say it again. Also, die word is Versuchs und Lehrstand für Brauerei. Also, das ist yeah, and uh, oh, this no, say it again. I, no, we know. <laughs> so we have so much to get through, George.
0: It's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. the
1: um, and the thing is, like this is beer only made with four ingredients: with local water, malt, hops, and yeast. Okay. Oh, uh, again, you can't. Enter... Now this is a kiwi is making this and in Middleton. Exactly, an Aussie All and right. a kiwi together. You can't enter. You can't tour that brewery, but you can get their beers down the road in the Mad Monk, a great pub in Middleton.
0: And this is all in just Not Middleton, in Mitchellstown. Mitchellstown. Yeah. It's a big difference between Middleton and
1: Mitchellstown. <laughs> is, is there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, about 40 miles. Of oh, another day. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, right around this area is Ballyhora, which we've talked about these mountain trails and biking yeah. trails. So it's a perfect mix. Rather than hike, get up to the Ballymore Mountains, you stay in the local hostel, you drink that night. Kinsale, okay, we're still on out of Cork. Black's Brewery. Oh, gourmet center, can sell. exactly, exactly. Quite an interesting uh, ciders as well. Stonewell Irish cider comes from there. But uh, the brewery was set up by just a couple, Sam and Madeline Black, hence Black's Brewery. His wife, Madeline, gave him a brewing company, uh, brewing kit, just a few years ago, and already he's making really interesting ba- beers—a pale ale, uh, a session beer. Uh, and he gives tours on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and, and Fridays. So the little brewery, Yeah, exactly. And you know, you can visit when we know like um the Umara Smokehouse. Because you're thinking for an interesting food to match with the beer in every way. So the Umara U-U-U-U-Mera Smokehouse in Timaleague would be the perfect thing to blend with it. Timaleague. Yeah, near enough. <laughs> <laughs> go, on. <laughs> That's all really rough, go on. I tell you. Moving on.
0: You you are this, uh, geographically <laughs> <laughs> off the wall. Okay, go I mean,
1: presume you're going to get good enough food and can say going the whole way to Tim One more beer in in its tiny beer in Cork is in Ballyvourney in the Gaeltacht, Nine White Deer. Beer. Oh, that's
0: Gaeltacht, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah.
1: what's it called? It's called Nine White Deer. Now, you don't see much of that. You know, with 60 breweries, some of these have a higher profile than others. Yeah. Some you're only going to get if you go to Ballyvourney. You know, if you get to the local area, But can exciting. they
0: make money like? Are they selling enough bottles to make money? So that's
1: a great question. So if we know that everything is commodified and mass market, why is this the only example in the entire economy of Ireland, which has gone towards small scale, towards artisan? And it's purely because of government policy. The government brought in this uh, tax at uh, 50% tax rebate. So as we know, the tax you know, on alcohol is extremely high. Brewer, be, be, uh, local independent craft brewers can re- take back 50% of the, of, the, of the tax they pay, which immediately, the only reason these are so viable for them.
0: Ah, oh, right. Yeah. These, yeah. As I
1: say, these 60, are not, they're not all going to survive. The best are going to survive and a lot are going to Are going to be forgotten. All right, out.
0: but the tax break is really interesting. That's the, yeah. only, the only reason Although they reason. Although we do have a tradition in Ireland in relation to grants or tax breaks is sort of say, what's the tax break for? Making widgets? Well, we'll make widgets. But no idea what they're going to do with the widgets. You yeah, know, yeah, well, we do have that kind of tradition. And some of
1: the beers, to be fair, are like that. They're just what's the point of this beer? You know, some people have absolute passion. You can see they've done all the study. They're constantly changing. Some is just someone thinks, actually, next week I could set up a brewery in my front yard and they do so. Moving on, Killarney. Killarney has its own brewery in the old Killarney Mineral Water uh, facility. Uh, so they have a, a Casey Brothers Stout. They have a, a, a sort of a wheat beer and a, a Scarlet IPA, an independent uh, an Indian Pale Ale. Um, and again, we know all the things you're going to see in Killarney from from a tourism perspective. Yeah, sure. You spend your day in the national park, you drink there. Then we're going on to Dingle. Dingle. The Dingle Brewery Company has only one beer, the Tom Crean's Lager. Uh, oh of course he was the great uh, Antarctic explorer exactly exactly. and his pub is just next door in town. One an one extraordinary man yeah, is that Anna Scull or in Lisboa Lisboa yeah right okay. and uh, so again you're, there's a visitor centre there but you're not going to drink the beer there you go to in any of the classic pubs of Jingle, John Benny's uh, where John and Ellis uh, Moriarty will have seafood will have local music they'll be playing the music themselves every night um, will be the play with John on the accordion Ellis on, on flute it's tiny beer now, a tiny brewery, in Clare, okay? Peter Curtin's Roadside Tavern has been there in the family since 1893. The Curtin family have had this, okay? Then along comes the latest member. The piano is 113 years old. It's been sitting there for 113 years. In 2011, Peter decides he's going to have his own tiny little brewery, uh, brewing Burren, uh, what is it, Burren Black, Burren Blonde, Burren Red, and he's brewing upstairs in the room he was born in himself, in the bedroom that he was born in. Like how intimate can you get than that? <laughs> All right, um, okay. And again, the local food there is going to be the you know the great Burren produce, the burn smokehouse uh, fish, the burn cheeses. Um, good going on. Galway. Galway has a huge brewery. The Galway Bay Brewing Company set up by these two. There two, were two publicans in Galway, Jason O'Connell and Neil and Neil Walsh, and um, they set up. They they had these three breweries and then they set up right in Salt Hill this place called it's sort of a, a gastro pub uh called um, Oslo Bar and it has all of their beers, again, paired with different food every what day. What does a gastropub actually mean? It, it sort of varies in quality. It's basically a pub that is thinking of the food, is caring a lot for the food all right, and okay. that the food
0: is suited towards the wine or beer selling. All right. uh, it's selling. Alright, it's Tuesdays, if you didn't know, but it's great to have the dulcet tones of Moncone McGann, McGann back after uh, three weeks of electioneering in Longford-Rasmid. Right. We're heading towards Longford-Rasmid geography Graphically, we are. when you were up there canvassing, did you find any bar? Oh any, yeah, yeah. Any Longford, Longford
1: has a great brewery He's in Saint Mels, named after the great cathedral, named after the patron saint and the local saint from Longford. A great, a great beer. Uh, but even Roscommon has its own beer now. A Black Donkey Brewing in Ballin-Lock, um in Castlereagh. and again a husband and wife. A couple, they came back from New York after 20 years and they decided, uh, let's let's sort of immerse ourselves in this thing. And they specialise in wood-aged and and sort of and smoked malted beers. So everyone's going for some sort of quirky angle. The place to drink the Castlereagh, the Black Donkey Brewing, is in the Castlereagh Railway Museum and pub. It's probably the only pub in the world that has a locomotive right beside the bar. It has a 1955 A55 diesel locomotive. Um, there. Now the
0: interesting thing of course about this mm-hmm. is even as you speak, and I haven't been in any of these breweries, mm-hmm. it does create a great mental image of these people, these kind of explorers of brewing almost, mm-hmm. setting up a business, you know, and brewing beer and all. It really does sound very romantic.
1: Yeah, and uh, and so and you see the way how proud they are of their local area. You know, the one in Longford is going to be from the so of the local saint. The the one in Sligo is the white hag named. After the traditional potent female goddess there on Keshkaran, there were three hags. They, the white hag was sort of the most powerful spiritual force. These so the, were
0: the same three who met Macbeth, were they?
1: Yeah, they <laughs> often tended to be three. Three is a magical number, witches are a magical entity, yeah, so they were yeah. often three.
0: So there's always three witches. Yeah. Them?
1: So this one, the one in Sligo, their master brewer is Joe Kearns. And he comes over. He's making ales from Irish heather. He's making, he's using peat to make this uh, Irish bog ale. And then he's making oatmeal. He's using oatmeal from the stout. So it's just another layer of giving a tourist into Ireland a unique experience and a direct cultural taste and flavour of a place. And these pubs are intimate, you know. You go in, you're going to have a conversation because there's no way. You see all these Beers behind the counter, you have no idea what they taste like. So all of these bre- bre- breweries will still give you a little taster. So you get that direct engagement. It, it is only a positive attribute, um, and it's spreading. Like a lot of a lot of tur- d- d- pubs can't stock these. They they try and stock them. And they go off on the shelf. So it's only a small group of people who are still getting a taste. For craft beers. You know, the majority are still drinking that sort of wash water, that dishwash water from the mass um, breweries, unfortunately. <laughs> so, I mean, I can go on. There's the ba- way we did Ballymoat the White Hag Brewery in Sligo. Wicklow has two great beer, uh, breweries. One, Wicklow Brewery, it's again, it's a sort of a rather well invested thing. There's a, the German brewery, Mathis, has this whole system of the various beers from the area, and he serves them in Mickey Finn's, his local brew pub, which is in Red Cross, County Wicklow. But best of all, the Wicklow Wolf in Bray is doing really exciting things with beer, named after the Wallace Wolf that was found in Wicklow. Uh, so they're, they're all really keen on bi- on developing the area. We, ha- we have totally forgotten Northern Ireland. One in Northern Ireland, County Armagh, n- n- very quick. 19th century brewery, Hilden Brewery, have been producing since the 19th century. The house, it's in Hilden House, which has its own sort of gastropub or, gastro or tap room with local food. And it was owned by the daughter of the of, of the, the man who designed the Titanic, as everything in Northern Ireland always has a Titanic link. So right. I haven't even touched Irish ciders or Irish whiskey. You could do tours all along those Well, we'll two.
0: do all those again. Right. Uh, it's Tuesday Travel, Moncone McGann uh, touring his craft breweries. God knows where we'll be next week, but he'll be back. And it's uh, The Right Hook Travel on Tuesdays.